Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Let's get ready to rumble! I don't know how to read unless it's on a ketchup bottle. <laughs> Y'all ready for this? At that point, not without beer, you gotta come back with something. The sauce is the boss. <laughs> you are listening to the Tuesday Ketchup. Y'all ready for this? Three. Beautiful. Always. It is Tuesday, May 8th, 2018. It is much later than we usually record. This episode is going to be an absolute battle on my behalf. It is 10.17 p.m., and we're off to the races. Uh, as always, I am your host, Chum. You're listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up. Joining me via Google Hangouts, we have out of Stevens Point, Brandon Gillis, out of Missoula, my brother, Harley Fredrickson, out of Milwaukee, Matt Steubing, and out of Iowa City, Nate Steubing. Yeah. And joining me to my right in studio, our second guest, probably going to be our best guest. We've been waiting for this one for a long time. Ladies and gentlemen, the man who spawned Harley Fredrickson and I, Craig Fredrickson. Give him one, boys. Let's give him some. Dad, Craig, I don't know what to call you on this one. How are you doing tonight? Uh, Buenas noches. As I said, this night's going to be an absolute battle, but we're excited for this. This is the last episode of season one of the Tuesday Catch-Up. We've got six episodes. I think this is the sixth. Uh, we got a lot in store tonight. I know Craig, Crazy Craig, my lovely father, has brought a lot to the table for tonight, so we're looking forward to it. But first, how was everyone's week? How was everyone's weekend? Nate, what do you got? Hey, nothing wrong with that. Did you go out? Um, yeah, went out. Did a little uh, darting on Saturday. It was pretty entertaining. Played some beer darts. Ooh, got to love a good day party. I like it. I like it. Dart to the toe, and he was like bleeding for like three hours. <laughs> I mean, those are the kind of battle wounds you got to power through. You throw a Band-Aid on it and let it get greasy for the next day. Yeah, wrap it in a candy wrapper. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> Matt, what did you do over the last seven days? Oh, uh, no. Uh, Six days. It was a wild week, yeah. Six days, uh, Chum. You sent us to Wednesday catch-up last week. Um, now we re- recorded a music video Saturday and then uh, tore it up Milwaukee on uh, Saturday night. So a lot of miles, a lot of raging. But uh, overall, it was good. Nothing nothing too wild happened. You forgot our You look like birthday. a grunge drummer. Oh, I did send a message. The ne- I called her the next day. <laughs> Um, Dude, I Matt, Matt, hmm. Craig would like you to know that you look like a grunge band drummer. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's what I'm going for. I'm my flannel's in the in the room, but it's uh, too hot to wear it. <laughs> That's great, Harley. 
What do you got over the last seven days? This post-thesis lifestyle for you, to me, seems like you've done absolutely nothing. You work every couple days, and you're basically just kind of floating in, like, purgatory post-obligations. Yeah, uh, you're exactly right. I also finished, I was taking a class, an anatomy class, and I took my last two finals on Friday and Monday. So I've just been doing nothing. I've been a big pile. Just enjoying the the nice warm weather. Hanging down by the river. Don't have my van yet, but we'll get there. Down by the river. <laughs> River's fucking huge right now. It's like historically high because of how warm, like how quickly it got warm, and it was late. So like, the river's like way, way higher than usual. Is that uh, you know cruising? just to tease, just to tease a little something that is climate change probably caused, and I think we've got somebody <laughs> who's got some thoughts on that. But hang on, hang it's on, not Gillis. Cause it's because it's, it's volatile. <laughs> Gillis. No. Let me set the stage a little bit here. Gillis is always podcasting from the dark bedroom. He never has his lights on, and he's always doing something weird. Last week, he almost had his laptop dropping on his face. This week, he's in a complete dark. He's got a snapback on, and he's just shirtless. And he got up to get something, and I've seen his nipples come across the screen three or four times now. You're welcome. Gillis, it's good to see you. Uh, Saw you Saturday night, apparently. Don't really remember that. So how are you, buddy? Good, good. Uh yeah, ran India at the bar. Uh, you were a little sauced. And <laughs> I ended up spending way too much money that night. I think my yep. official tab was around $100. So, Same. <clears throat> uh, saw the we're most amateurs. awkward thing ever happen. Uh, it was pretty entertaining. Um, what happened? <clears throat> my, remember, uh, I don't know if you remember. Probably not. But my roommate was pissed off and talking about his girlfriend. And <clears throat> oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, thought <clears throat> thought she was outside the bar, and she happened to be right next to him. And I'm trying to just sit there going, <clears throat> <clears throat> and uh, yeah, so it was an interesting night, and yeah, way too much money. That was like the one of the one of the few things I remember being at the bar with Gillis is him tapping me and going, "You need to hear what just happened." And he <laughs> he explains that he was just talking so much smack about his girlfriend, and she's just sitting there and she's giving him like the classic girl like hand is pinched and she's pointing at him as she yells, and it was just it was not a good mm-hmm. spot for that guy. He got caught red-handed. <laughs> yeah, real red-handed. Wow. Um, what was that? Yeah. I mean, he dug his own grave. That was just dumb. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not that's not a good spot to be in. Not at all. Uh, that was all coming off the heels of a festival called Rusty's that happens every year in Stevens Point. And Brandon wasn't at Rusty's because he was working. But I, for the first time in quite a few months, decided to tie one on. And uh, I started around 9:30 a.m. Cracked a brewski, so you know it's going to be a long day. Um, Rusty's, for anyone who doesn't know, and I think I described it on the pod a couple episodes ago, but it's basically what they do is you pay 30 bucks to get on a bus as, mu- as much as you can drink. They drive you out into the middle of the boonies in Stevens Point, drop you off, and let you listen to bluegrass and country music all day as you literally drink until you can't anymore. I thought you were going to say they just left you. <laughs> <laughs> They just dropped right. us off and left us there. That's the twenty dollars special, no return ticket. Good luck, yeah, idiots. Yeah, you get the bus ride. Yeah. But uh, so I drank all day long. It was an absolutely insane day. I mean, people by the end of it, it's like it's The Walking Dead. If you make it to the last bus, people are just like crawling everywhere. All you can hear is like that <laughs> dead sound of people. Um, 
And when you get back to the downtown square, it's like post-apocalyptic. Like I went into Herbs and Gerbs, and it looked like honestly a bomb had gone off. Every table was just covered in mayonnaise and like fucking just. It was not good. Um, so Rusty's was interesting. And the one weird thing that happened to me is I was on the bus on the way home, and um, my buddy and his friend are sitting in the other seat, and I'm sitting with someone on my seat. And the guy in front of me, this really weird older drunk guy. Out of nowhere, I was sitting there just, like, chatting and being loud or whatever, but he was, like, sound asleep. Well, he wakes up, and he sticks his arm behind him, so he's a seat in front of me, reaches behind him, takes my hat off, ruffles my hair, puts my hat back on, <laughs> and pats me <laughs> and never said a word, nothing. Even when we got off the bus, he didn't say anything. It was you, the weirdest fucking thing. You I never didn't saw see it. his pants or your slip him five bucks. <laughs> Morning, darling. believe I couldn't believe what had happened to me. It was like the most reassuring, reassuring pat. Like I was finally, I was okay again once that happened. So that was, that was unbelievable. Um, yeah, that was my weekend weekend. And uh, I coached a lacrosse game tonight, which is why my voice probably sounds raspy. We, my JV dudes, we won. Varsity barely won in overtime, which is why the podcast is starting so late. Uh, Mama Fred's joining the room. Ma, you want to give a little shout out on the pod? Yeah, she just did the peace sign up. She ain't into it. So we could have had a whole family affair, but not tonight. Not with, tonight. With both fingers, too, by the way. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a flip off. It was a peace <laughs> sign. <laughs> yeah, Mom, there's a sign that says gather right behind us. Oh, she's giving us the lax bro sign. Anyways, uh, current events. I did not get a chance to look too much into the news this week, as my current event is the fact that we wanted to up our production value as a show, so we bought a mixer and a bunch of different cords and whatnot like that, thanks but I'm Patreon. in way over my head. Yeah, um, way, way, way over my head. So that did not work out for this week. We don't have music. We didn't have sound bites, but that's okay. We'll add them in post, as we do with everything. <laughs> so anybody else, did you take a look at the news? What do we got for current events? What happened this week? Mm. Just scroll on Facebook real quick. That'll yeah. Yeah. You know, we the, the most high-quality news. I mean, uh, I, I just saw, want some broad overview. I saw on Facebook wow, the Met Gala happened. power out there knowing what's going on in the world, right? <laughs> Ignore him. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> Matt, you had something. Go back to that. Matt, what uh, I literally just saw on Facebook the Met Gala happened, or whatever, however you pronounce it. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's for. It's a, it's like a fashion show, but uh, no one dresses fashionably. Like I don't understand any of the fashion shows, even the Victoria's Secret fashion show. It's supposed to be modeling clothes that people would actually wear, but I don't think I would ever even look into wearing some of the stuff they put out there on those you shows. You wouldn't wear anything that the Victoria's Secret models would wear? He just wants to be clear about that. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. He wants to be, let's be clear. He wants to be clear or queer. Well, <laughs> CL, CL, not QU. Also, um, the, do you uh, want me to bleep that? The um, no, <laughs> no. Uh, so the uh, don't fucking censor. So every year the Met Gala, every every year Q the Met Gala, they have a theme, and it was like angelic um, something in the Christian faith, and so people were supposed to dress like Christian or something like that, or angelic. That was like their hmm. theme. It was pretty shitty. Rihanna looked banging. Her tits are monstrous now. Everybody thinks she's gonna. Be, everybody thinks she's pregnant, and she had nah. a pretty cool headdress on. It made her look like the Pope. Wait, who? Uh, Who's pregnant? Rihanna. Rihanna. Oh, Rihanna. Yeah. Are you, girl, are, you, are you sure that wasn't Cardi B? Because I saw her with the headdress, and they're like, she beat up some dude in the alley. <laughs> 
No. That no. wouldn't surprise me. Dad, yeah, I, Craig, have you ever heard of Cardi B? Carta who? <laughs> Cardi B? <laughs> Cardi B, it sounds like a food dish. That's pretty well, close. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. She does look like a snack. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, She's super a, pregnant. Tri- yeah, Trump well, um, ended the uh, nuclear deal with Iran this week. Today, yeah, that happened like today, didn't it? Or was it yesterday? Today. Yeah. Yeah. Knee-jerk reaction without going more than a minute. Knee-jerk reaction on Trump pulling us out of the uh, nuclear deal with Iran. Even in my country, we're very happy about it. (laughs) 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 Can I click that? Can we censor that? No. FCC don't hold you down. It's Irish, Russian, or Spanish. Don't shut on me. That's what makes it worse. You're just insulting. Yeah, you're insulting everybody. (laughs) Everybody gets made fun of. You get. I'll give you racist comment. You get a racist comment. You get a racist comment. Hey, make fun of me too. I'm Polish. Oh, I gotta cue that one now. Hey, line them up. All right. So here's the deal. So for the last week. after I told Dad kind of what was going on, I was like, we come on this pod, we talk about current events, we debate about certain things, there's conspiracies, yada, yada, yada. Well, I looked one day, and old Craig has an entire page of notes. Obviously, we don't have the time in a million podcasts to get through all of this, but what we are going to do is pick a couple different things. Now, I take the liberty of highlighting some stuff with him. Uh, number one, I do want to talk a little bit about the Ice Age coming in. Obviously, I've mentioned that on the podcast before. Um, Harley's having problems with waters flooding in Montana. I think that my dad's full of shit, but (laughs) if you have seen the movie The Day After Tomorrow, the Ice Age comes because of climate change. Maybe we can find some middle ground. So, Dad, what we're going to do is I'm going to turn it over to you. You're going to let it uh, in a broad overview, tell us why you think this is. Then we break into some debate, and we'll maybe say, you know, conspiracy or something deeper, or uh, or, or hoax or something deeper. Thing. What's it called again? It's not called Ice Age. Solar Minimum. Solar Minimum. Solar, solar Minimum. Min- All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, this is Craig Fredrickson on Solar Minium. Minimums. Minimums. You know, he saw the list. I was surprised he didn't choose rye bread. But that's anyway. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> you sparked my curiosity at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Screw solar minimums. Hit me with the bread talk. So anyway, the the solar minimum it uh, it does exist. Many scientists do talk about it. It has a lot of different effects. Uh, it happens about every four hundred years. You get. They call it the Mondar Minimum. Uh, that was a pretty bad one. The Dalfour Minimum. Uh, empires have collapsed. People have migrated every time this happens. It has to do when the sun goes through its cycle, has less force in space, which in turn shrinks its effect in space, which allows more shit to hit the Earth. And that causes all of your clouds and everything and your big delusions of, uh, you know, the big, big storms. Uh, effects and that's why you got all the volcanic activity because of the stuff affecting with the magma uh last 20 30 years and uh, the story is shit's gonna hit the fan and every year it gets worse last year was nasty uh globally and this year if you look there's a lot of states and a lot of countries that have had 50 percent of their crops already wiped out or aren't planning so that's that's the scoop on it 
I don't know the science. I'm not a scientist. So, <laughs> can I get somebody that? Can I get somebody that? Are we okay? Are we in a solar minimum right now? Yes, we are. As far as the beginning of it, it started last year or the year before, and every year it gets uh, exponentially worse. When will we, when so will last we be year, clear? Globally, the harvests were bad. Go ahead, Nate. When will we be like clear of the solar minimum? How many years? Uh, about 2024. We're going to have a little bit of a, a reprieve because there's 10-year cycles within there. And I've been reading about this for a while. That's what they say. But that by 2030, uh, you are still right back in the heat of it, and it probably would last till 2040. I mean, the last one we had it in this country was the late 1600s, and we even had the year without a summer near the end of that uh, solar minimum where out east, it never, things never turn green. It stayed snow and slushy all year. Shit. Sounds horrible. So my follow-up question is, does that kind of wrap into the whole climate change, why we have erratic weather? I think you mentioned that. So why, why storms are worse, why we get more snowfall, but we also get very intense summers. So our seasons are growing way higher and way lower as they go. Also, side note, we're going to continue this, but... I love that this podcast is about to go down a real rabbit hole. I can hear us. The wheels are turning. It's going to get real good in here. But, uh, but take it away with that. Uh, well, as far as your, your weather change, the biggest effect is that the, the sun itself, when it's at its maximum, it, it has a lot of power in space and stops. People think space is empty, which I'm learning it's not. And as its effect in space goes down, the stuff flying around it hits our Earth far more frequently. There was a story that just hit and I stumbled upon it so then I looked and then you look at both sides of the coin where that never happened that was just a bunch of uh, deer that went in the river and froze well okay I, I got your side of the story Mr. Mainstream but then I, I explored it further and I got to say the other side had a compelling argument they said number one uh, deer don't go into the water in single file I mean, I mean, oh, they don't go in the water Everybody as a group. Everybody knows that. Fact. That's a common known fact. As a group, exactly. many hunters will tell you, just through time, they go in one at a time. He says the other thing is, is that, uh, uh, gee, how come there's, if it took you all day to get them out of the river, uh, where's all the footage from that? Because the eyewitness says, no, they froze right on the bank. Then you had news clips of you taking them out of the river, but somebody showed you that was from 10 years ago, from something else you filmed. So the ground was undisturbed. They're all frozen on the side, and it was 20 degrees below zero that day. So that would be a case of space kind of flopping into the earth just a little bit that got in in a concentrated spot. But there's a lot of weird stuff going on. So are you saying, like, the temperature dropped where those deer were, like, incredibly rapidly, and they froze where they stood, basically? Like day after tomorrow type kind, shit? Kind of like a plasma burst, right? Exactly. Good Dennis so I, Quaid oh. movie. Yeah. <laughs> that is a great Dennis. Have you seen Day After Tomorrow, yeah, Dennis yes, Quaid? Yes, I have. So would you think that it's... Is this, is this looking more like a Dennis Quaid movie, or are we on to like a gradual, or is this going to happen kind of out of nowhere, shit's going to hit the fan? Chum. This is me being both satir like satirical and also asking a question. I'm, I'm not really sure, but I, I even said here, I said, you know what? Call me a liar when you see next year, which would be this year, and look globally at the harvests and tell me that they're not you know, way worse than last year's again. And that then is when you got to put your worry cap on a little bit and go, hmm, you know, maybe there is something to this. And there are a lot of scientists on board with it. 
Chug. Okay. There's a lot of effects that affect plant yields, though. Like, even the increased carbon in the atmosphere. So that was one of my questions. Like, this doesn't refute the solar minimum, but it doesn't really leave climate change out of it. What do you make of, like, ice cores where they do those samples and they go down and they, like, compare oh. historic records of, like, carbon levels in the ice? Like, that goes back well over, like, thousands of years. So... What are they see? They don't see any bump in carbon in those 400-year cycles. What do you? Well, make of actually, what they carbon? show is that people are wrong. Carbon is a trailing indicator, not a leading indicator. And and you'll find out. Excuse me. That uh, the, the ice sample. <laughs> we have we have we have a burping problem on this podcast. Cut <laughs> it off now. Put yeah. fucking burping yeah. in my mics. Hey, chum. Uh, but chum. the tree rings and everything do support hold up, hold up. every 400 years. Yes, talk, Matt, go you, ahead. You and your dad talking to the mic vertically under the side. You you sound much better instead of talking through the top. So right here on the side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. Up in. There you go. Much, right up much better. Okay, perfect. I just well, want the fans need to hear this information. <laughs> so yeah, whenever we talk, yeah. we're talking like this. Yeah, yeah there you go. That's much better. Because yeah, it's better. supposed to dangle like this. Awesome. This is great podcasting. Now, um, um, right, I, I just want to... the dangle of the dangle, then we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gay with my dad. Let's let let be fucking known right let's now. Let's get one thing queer. I mean, clear. Nah, let's get one <laughs> thing queer. Yeah, let's get one thing. Yeah, fucking one, queer. one thing queer. I studied up pretty hard for this episode. I watched uh, Armageddon and uh, <laughs> and also Tremor Six, which yep. was in the Arctic. Uh, I don't know if anyone else watched and? that, but it's clearly in the desert uh, with a yet. filter on it. Yeah, I mean they didn't. I mean, did they production. did they bring back Kevin Bacon yet? The Baconator is waiting for number 10. He's waiting for the decade. It's his, Yeah, it's the decade special. Uh, Nate, Yo. you looked like you had been doing a little bit of research. Have you looked up the uh, solar minimum a little bit on that dark web? Um, it's alive and well, man. Uh, we had the <laughs> modern maximum, which ended in 2007, so we are in a solar minimum right now. That just got a nod from Craig Fredrickson. <laughs> the fact that the dark net, I mean, so here's the thing. Nate, we got to get Craig on the dark net. No. Yeah. Yeah, my mom, the cue boards. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's been, a, there's been a black van parked outside our house for about two months now, <laughs> snapping pictures when I come outside. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Uh, okay, so around the table then. I don't know what I believe, but we'll go around. We'll start with Brandon, work our way back around. Uh, do you believe in the solar minimum? Is there something deeper? Is this a hoax and people just trying to explain shit that they don't understand? Go um, ahead. I don't know. I, I haven't really looked into it yet. Uh, it could be something deeper. I won't argue that it's uh, that it's not. So we'll, I'll have to do my okay. own personal research before I stick to one side or the other. Sure. Knee-jerk reaction. Gillis is on the something deeper, not ruling it out. That's not a bad side to be on. Harley, I'm very interested what you have because you you are probably the only one in here that has at least researched into some of this stuff heavy enough to uh, to be able to kind of battle back. So what do you think? I mean, I don't think anything about what I'm hearing about the solar minimum negates like some science that's happened in climate change, regardless of whether or not carbon is the leading or the trailing indicator. Um, I would encourage Dad to look at the work of Randall Car Carlson. He's like a geologist that does a lot of stuff with like Earth history and like rapid climatic change. You gonna write so that down? I think I think Dad would really enjoy that, and it's not really refuting his point. Um, it's just like an well, interesting character. Text me his name because you know I'm old. I don't have a memory. 
<laughs> you also vape 24/7. Wait, he just set up a joke. He just set up a joke about memory. Dad, do you want to hit this one about the elephants? You've been trying to tell me this for about a week. <laughs> do you know why elephants drink? What? Do you know why elephants drink? No idea. Because they, they want to forget. <laughs> I've heard that joke four fucking times this week. And it just keeps getting funnier. <laughs> what's it, what's uh, in that vape? What's in <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, so, my closing God. Closing thoughts. Um, I'm going to go something deeper. I want to explore it a little further. I'm particularly interested in finding out why deers would travel in single file. <laughs> that one <laughs> perplexes me. That's just, it just doesn't... Cross rivers. They have to test the current through time. They just learn to do that. Just like with antelope and the rest of them. Somebody tests the ice or the, the water for crocodiles. I mean, one way or another, that's how they do it. I'll buy that. I'll, I'll, buy, I'll smell what you're stepping in. Matt, what do you think, buddy? They didn't listen to D. Quaid when the vo- super volcano was going to go. They didn't yeah. listen to him <laughs> when the day after tomorrow storm hit. I'm following Craig to Mexico. Uh, <laughs> solar minimum, there's something deeper. Yeah, you'll be chilling nice. on the beach with a cerveza. While oh, yeah, baby. Is freezing. Yeah. Hey, speaking of that, that's when Hayden tells me when he first heard of this. He says, oh, yeah, I could just see this. You're going to be the only one running across the border to Mexico going, hey, you're going the wrong way, amigos. <laughs> <laughs> Even funnier the second time. I yeah. made that joke on the pod before. Run it back. Let's fucking go. <laughs> it gets funnier every time. Oh, yeah. Just like the elephant joke. Just like yeah. the elephant joke. So, Nate, you're going something deeper? Oh, big time. <laughs> All in. Yeah. I uh I've got the proof. I'll um, can I throw like an ignorance button? Like I don't know. No. I don't I don't know. No, you take take a goddamn stand. <laughs> no, because look at that prideful ass <laughs> smile on his face. If you I say something deeper, that. he's just gonna die. Well, Hayden, I got an idea. If you go something deeper, we'll bring up rye bread. I'm sure we're all gonna call a conspiracy on that one. Something deeper, let's talk about rye bread. Yeah, I don't have scoop. anything on rye bread. I was just a joke. I do have Antarctica. I don't know if that's of interest. Antarctica doesn't even exist. Same with New Zealand. <laughs> hey, Antarctica, whoa, whoa. you guys have not been following that conspiracy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me break this down everything. real quick. So I was trying to wash dishes one day, and my dad just starts talking to me. He goes, listen, have you heard about this? The mainstream media won't cover it. There are thousands of job openings in Alaska. I mean, there are a ton of people, and no one knows what they're doing there. He goes, very spooky stuff. So, Dad, what is going on in Antarctica? Where are all these people going, and what the hell are they doing there? Well, I'm glad you asked. Hey, uh, actually, no. I Just tonight, just to make sure, I looked at it, and uh, I put in Antarctica Jobs. And that led me to a website where I clicked on the sublink. They need uh, plumbers, nurses, heavy machine operators. There's a whole list of jobs that you can go and do there. Uh, the bottom line is, is if you go to Google Earth, quite a bit of Antarctica is kind of fuzzied out now when you go there. But there has been, uh, you know, there's a nice public thing of a pyramid that's on there. Uh, the other thing is that, uh, let's look at, you know, call a duck a duck. Why in the last two years did John Kerry, the Pope, 
the leader of the uh, Orthodox Christian Church out there, uh, my, I believe Mike Pence, Tony Blair, uh, and pa I'm pretty sure Obama name all dropping. go to the Just Antarctica. They all went to the Antarctica in the last two years. Uh, one was to uh, look at climate change, and one was to look at the penguins. They all had great excuses. <laughs> Um, think, think about that. Wait, is there you know, is there a punchline at that? So, so what do you think they're doing <laughs> no, this out there? Isn't, so this isn't a joke. <laughs> really long, Wait, what? Really long joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. What did so Mike Pence, the penguin? penguins, and Obama have in common in Antarctica? <laughs> Mike Pence, John Kerry, and Donald right. Trump go to Antarctica. The plumbers, you, the punchline you, over. You Patreon listeners, we're sending Craig to Antarctica to investigate three eleven. <laughs> if we raise enough money, we need we need someone on the inside. I think that's the only way we figure 100%. this out. Actually, Dad, you know actually, how to plumb. We'll make uh, you a plumber. All right. The, wait, Nate, Antarctica go ahead. Thing. Um, my roommate Jake has kind of been in on this. Um, he's been saying that they haven't been allowing anybody to fly over Antarctica because they're doing some like crazy building shit out there. And he heard a story of like somebody who was flying over and they got like taken down or not taken down, but like escorted out of there by like fighter jets. Okay, no. Dad, what the yeah. what the fuck do you think they're building over there? That's what I want to know. Well, it's it's more what they're discovering. Uh, the fact is, is that there is what started this was, uh, I mean, you all know from World War II with the Nazi connection and them sending subs and things over there. You know about the Admiral Byrd diaries where he supposedly saw green land in the middle of Antarctica. Uh, but the other thing is they discovered this huge anomaly, magnetic anomaly, and they didn't know what it was. And ever since then, all kinds of governments and everything are there and stuff is being blinked out. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Cliff High. He's kind of famous in his own circles. But however, he, take it for what it's worth, uh, he says these people, Norwegian climbers and that, were let out there a few years ago to do some climbing. Uh, they veered off the trail, but when they were let out, they were given transponder-type things to wear. Uh, as they reported to him, as soon as they veered off the trail and they saw this unbelievable pyramid where they described it where the stairs were 10 feet tall in a big doorway, that by the time they made it to it, helicopters had come, which really supposedly can't even function in that cold weather out there. Uh, and pretty much down to your underwear and shipped them away. He managed because he had taken some film earlier and put it in his glove to actually keep the film. <laughs> he managed to keep the film and sent it to Cliff High, and, and Cliff High respected him, and he says, you can publish these upon my death. So, I mean, there's, there's things going on over there, and... Um, Stay tuned because I think it's going to be made public because Antarctica with the global earth changes and solar minimum, you can't hide what's melting and being exposed a little bit. You know, things re other things freeze and other things melt. Are we, are we thinking the pyramid is uh, aliens or what? Well, who knows? Some want to say Atlantis. Some want to say aliens. Uh, all we know is that something has been on this earth that made these things before. Many people surmise that there might be some type of power station and that those were ways of transmitting powers around the earth. Oh, hell I have yeah. no idea. That too. 
Do you think? Wow, do fuck. you think if you coordinated the points, do you think there would be a third point on the on the globe that would be another set of pyramids that would like? Dude, I think you're throwing something. Well, you never know with the Earth's magnetism and the different lines. I started to get into those tangents, but then I got pulled into another one, you know. There's so many conspiracies, and I, I learned one thing. The world is so much bigger than, uh, what did you say, Carney B? Carney, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way now, Craig, I got a question for you. This is a little off, but uh, so my roommate maybe uh, now two years ago, he believed all these crazy conspiracies, and uh, he's like, if one of these hits, like, I'm cool with it. But one of them was that the Earth was pan-shaped. It wasn't flat. It was pan-shaped. Well, that's what the flat Earthers think. They think there's a wall on the outer, outer circle. The ice wall. Of ice. Seriously? Ice wall. Yeah. I will, uh, I'll answer this for him. I've asked before. Freddy does okay. not believe in flat Earth. Correct? Respect. There is there's some anomalies in the way. I mean, everybody understands, or, or I looked it up once because I'm stupid and like to look up stupid things. You know, I've heard of the imaginary number in, in uh, mathematics. Well, I wanted to know what the hell that was. And there's an actual simple little proof that shows that uh, two sides of the equation that you can follow pretty easy, and it more or less proves that the square root of negative 1 equals 1. Well, that can't be in math. So they called it the imaginary number, and that's your Euclidean geometry. So to get back to that point, um, there are some anomalies in the way planets and, mag and the way that they measure stuff that they can't understand. Well, there's a theory out there. Uh, again, I uh, got this, and you can look it up on the Internet. I'm trying to remember the whole name of it. But essentially, it's that the sun itself in your moving universe is, is careening through space and that we as planets um, are pulled behind the sun more or less, like, like in its tail, like in uh, the, the hmm. whoosh of the sun as it goes through space and that we're kind of like a little vacuum of that. And if you look at the orbit, that it's the elliptical, the elliptical, planet elliptical orbit or something. And it shows the beautiful way that even though they're going in a perfect circle like we draw and we look at, is that if you picture that's moving at 60 million miles an hour or whatever it is, is that they're actually creating a big spiral because they're moving forward as they go around. Okay. And, and all of them are doing that. And it explained a lot of it. They had a, you can look it up 3D on the uh, YouTube, and it was kind of cool. Gotcha. I like it. There is... So much going on in this podcast. Think, <laughs> my brain, my brain's in a pretzel. So, I think, no, these are some yeah. of Dad's most sensible conspiracy theories. That's what's, that's what's killing me. That's why my brain's in a pretzel. I, He's actually I wanna, fucking right. I want to go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> I mean, uh oh, Aiden's got the list. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's got all kinds of. Hit stuff. hit us with something good here, chum. Uh, are the, are the is Obama making the frogs gay? <laughs> <laughs> You're making the frogs gay. Is that true? <laughs> it's I Alex want... Jones. He said he put it on his show that he thinks Obama's <laughs> making the frogs gay. Well, the frogs were already gay. Obama's just the letting him do it. Making the frogs gay. Yeah, he's just he's just opening a gay community for the frogs that were already gay. <laughs> 
He just wants the frogs to be able to get married. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, we are inclusive here. Oh, yeah. Dad loves to get into that kind of debate, but that's not the podcast yeah, we're going to we... have. Oh, uh, uh, we can have one political conspiracy. One political conspiracy <laughs> we could have. But Who first... killed JFK? For huh? real. Uh, it was my professor's uncle. He told me. <laughs> oh, what? Yep. Go ahead, Gillis. Give us a little story on that. You pussy. Uh, Arrest him. The, the best professor I ever had was my humanities professor. And he was telling me that – actually, I take it back. It wasn't his uncle. It was his best friend's uncle uh, who happened to be super good friends with Lyndon B. Johnson. And he didn't really get into the logistics because he said if it ever got back to him, he'd be in trouble. <clears throat> but this guy was full of theories. Uh it was it was something. He told me I needed to take LSD uh, to be an open thinker. He's the reason. Yeah, yes, uh, but M- Michael Jordan came to UNC. Um, he's also <laughs> the, him and his fraternity brothers are the reason uh, the Bushes got into office. Uh, they had a little scandal involving uh, that they found out about uh, Bush's competitor. Involving male strippers and cocaine. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> he was some chum Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted me. Rusty's Here's my out first time drinking. <laughs> chill out. This guy also invited me to move to D.C. with him to be a security guard oh, yes, for him. Bodyguard. Because he's writing a hundred years U.S. history of what's actually happened. And he's scared yes. for his life. You know, Damn. you don't have to move. If you want to come be my dad's bodyguard while he writes the same book, <laughs> you can. <laughs> you are Better definitely book. allowed Better to. Better book. Uh, what was the you pay? The what was, what was the gig two like? Books I'm gonna write. One is called uh, "What Did You Think Was Gonna Happen," <laughs> and the other <laughs> one is. Uh, I think Rush Limbaugh already wrote that yeah, book. The other one is called Two Beers." <laughs> <laughs> Investor and customer, I'm in. Five beers a slave. Uh, Five beers a slave. Five queers a slave. Come on, we're keeping with the gay jokes this one. Censoring that, that's getting a beep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So I wanted to just take a quick break from the seriousness to address an ongoing competition that is a little less than a month away, which is pounds for piercings. Hashtag pounds for piercings. I still I, have a problem with this. Why? <laughs> because there's no point in getting it after the wedding. I think you need it before the wedding. No. Yeah. I'm not ruining the wedding for myself. Hold on. I'll well, be judge a... here now. What was the yeah, original yeah, yeah. bet? By being fat. Okay, let's, let's <laughs> clue in Craig. Let's clue in Craig. So listen. <laughs> want to hear the terms i'm giving the terms relax old man chum give the man the terms <laughs> so let's go the objective is that by june i think it's third because the wedding's on the eighth we're giving myself a little wiggle room june third i have to lose 15 pounds and uh if i don't lose that weight by that date i have to pierce one of my ears if i don't or if I gain weight, so if I end at a net positive, I have to pierce my belly button. And if mm-hmm. I lose all the weight, I just don't have to do a piercing. Harley and I are still trying to work out some like 
terms for them, right? If I make it to all that poundage, they should have to do something, right? What do you think they should have to do if I lose all 15? Well, I would have definitely put that in the terms, as in you're going to get your yeah, belly true. Yeah. pierced or your ear pierced. We know, but we're trying to work our way to that. Oh, that should be a given. But on the other hand, I believe the death <laughs> was for June 3rd. And Judge Wapner says, you know, hey, June 3rd, that's the bet. That should be done and clear on both parties. Uh -huh. You pierce your ear that no. day. No, 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 no. That's what you're saying. Fuck you. That's what Dad's saying. No, that's not that's good. That's what I'm saying. I disagree. A nice it. big feather earring. Yep. <laughs> Maybe a little baby gauge. Hey, how much Ooh. are you going to pay me if I put a little sugar in his... Just cook, cook everything in lard. Hayden's gonna be so paranoid for the next month. Yeah. <laughs> Does coffee have sugar in it? He'd be a dead man. Pounds for piercing. So, as I said, I started at like two thirty or two thirty-five. Can't remember what I said the other podcast. I lost a couple pounds that first week. I have probably remained the exact same. I got to weigh myself tomorrow morning when I get to the gym. But I was doing so well until Saturday when I drank like 30 beers and 100 Vegas bombs and then <laughs> ate my hangover away on Sunday. And so it reminded me why I don't drink. But I did just want to give you guys an update. I am back on my intermittent fasting. I'm only eating back for about eight hours rails. a day, taking the rest off, trying to avoid carbs, reach ketosis. So... I just want to give the listeners who are all rooting me on, all three of you, um, I'm getting Solid close, guys. Name drops. 22 days, I can get this done. 25 days, whatever it is. So, Chump, which one of us is uh, biting the bullet and getting our ear pierced? Well, here's the thing. It? You want to get your ear pierced, and I'm just not going to have that happen. So. <laughs> I just want to give you an excuse. Yeah. So, I think you guys should all step up and help Matt. me come up with a challenge against me because it's not as much as me having the fear of getting my ear pierced. I would also like to know that I'm inflicting you guys negatively by my positive weight loss. It's, it's not a bet. It's a challenge. Yeah. A bet is where each person has something to lose. A challenge is you put everyone wagers, yeah, and you're gonna get punished if you don't. Can we just can we just do can we do a bet then? Big fat nuts on the table. No. No. Jeez. <laughs> so you guys don't want to put anything on the line to support your friend. No, you brought this we up. Could all, we we could all shave our beards. Not in, yeah, I'll do that. Oh, well, I'll go there mustache. We go. <laughs> we go, oh yeah, we all have to go mustache. We have to go mustache if, for a month. Uh, yeah, that's not a, a punishment. For, for a, a month? month? <laughs> shut up. Shut up, dude. <laughs> shut up, dude. <laughs> for a month? Uh, two weeks. Yeah, for, two two uh, weeks. I'll do it. No, 15 days. Weeks. 15 days for 15 pounds. If I lose 15 pounds, you have to have your mustaches for 15 days. So and, you get your, and you get your ears pierced before the wedding. No. Yes. Nope. That's, the only, that's the only way. That's the only way I do it. And for that we'll reason, do it for, we'll I'm do out. it for 30 days. If we, you made the damn bet, you yeah. fool. I'm not getting it pierced before the wedding. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> wasn't specified, so he does have to get yeah, it right wasn't... there. You guys got to be more careful with your Yeah, you tried to add that late. To our billions of followers, listen back on episode whatever three when it goes off the rails, before it goes off the rails, <laughs> and figure out what Chum said for pounds for piercings. It was episode four, but you don't listen to it anyway. Then tweet so us fine. back. Tweet us. Yeah, tweet us. No, tweet <laughs> us if you think it's fair that I have to get it pierced before the wedding. Cause it's not just someone, just someone tweet out at us. Just tweet please. something. <laughs> just tweet something. Somebody please talk to us. I'm going to open a Twitter account. 
<laughs> yes. I would, yeah, I'd, I'd be all in. At yes. Darth Vapor 420. <laughs> Craig's Conspiracy Corner. Yeah, Conspiracy Corner. <laughs> so to keep on the light train, uh, Craig and I were talking about some funny things he could do on the podcast. So not only dive into conspiracies, but also have some fun with Harley and I at the same time, kind of at Harley and I's expense. Mm-hmm. So. We came up with two truths and a lie. And so Harley and I will stay silent through this, but my dad's going <laughs> to yes. tell two truths and a lie about each Harley and I. Your job is to find out which one's the lie. He's only got one in the chamber for each of us, but should be a good All time. Right. Uh, good luck, Harley. We're going to stay silent. All right. All right. So don't put Wait. that fun in your pocket. We're getting ready to roll here. Wait, do we get to ask questions afterwards? Oh, no, because you know what? I'm going to sell all three of these as best I can, including the lie. All right. I'm going to make them all sound real. You're going to be able to guess this so easy. It is. It is pretty early. In fact, you got to guess the, uh, well, you'll guess the who. Contestant number one, hailing in from Montana. Okay. <laughs> you gotta guess him. You gotta guess him. When he when he was number one, when he was very young, actually, uh, God, he had to be about four or five. He was uh, he was doing something, and he did something. Next thing you know, all I know is that I get hearing that. Will you go get your son? And he's running naked down the street, and mom is chasing him. I wish I had my video camera. Um. By the same token, that same individual, you know, uh, we're out there. We got a little pool in the driveway, and I turn around. I come outside, and there's a freaking human turd right next to the pool. <laughs> I'm like, did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously old enough to know better. And then we have where, you know, we're standing around with, with my uh, – with my uncle and that, you know, and, and he admired his uncle, and his uncle's like, you know, do this, and he does it, and he goes, lick the pavement, and he licks the pavement. I mean, so uh, which one of those is a lie, and which one are the truths? I, I think this one is Harley. Yeah? Un- yeah. Undisclosed. <laughs> <yet>. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that clue was pretty, uh, the... pretty good. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with the first one's a lie for me. Okay, go around the I table. Want, Matt. I want the second one to be a truth, but I think it's a lie. The poop. I think he, he didn't poop in the pool. And it was on the pavement, according to the story. Gillis. Which one is the lie? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Gillis. <laughs> I'm definitely going, he, uh, he pooped on the pavement. As what? The lie? As the truth. Wait, or as, as the lie? The lie is going to be. Uh, yeah. I thought he licked the pavement. Okay, here were the three stories, just to recap. Number one, and I'll give them to us, running naked, pooping on the driveway next to the pool, running, or uh, what was the third one? Um, Licking the pavement. 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 So which one? We'll go around the table one more time. Get this right this time. (laughs) Nate, which one's the lie? Uh, Running down the street naked. Okay, Matt. Doo-doo. Gillis. Uh, Straight naked. And the real lie is running down the street naked. Yeah. Oh, damn. He put, he put too much backstory into it. Yeah, it went yeah. too much. No. I wish I had my camera. It was well, too played and, out. Yeah, when he said, I wish I had my camera. <laughs> I, I know you wrote that down, too. Uh, I think we're all I wish I had my camera. When he was little. What are you doing, Harley? <laughs> <laughs> This was last year? This was last year. Thanksgiving, actually. 
Thanksgiving. Well, Turkey Wednesday. Matt, were you ever were you ever aware of the pea corner oh. at the house? In a very in a very hippie stage, I was adamantly peeing outside because nobody liked my yellow mellow, and so there was like a like a ten square feet of just dead grass. Hell in the yeah! Where I went outside yeah. and peed every we day. We killed a whole bush. Oh yeah, Nate and I. We had to we had to straight execute it. We had to get rid of it. <laughs> they cut it off the head. Nasty. It was on the chopping so, block. Yeah. That is correct. Harley running down the street naked did not happen. However, he is a pavement licking driveway shitter. So, <laughs> uh, what did you like have a, against that driveway? Like an I'm an entertainer. From the sandlot. <laughs> He's just a fucking weirdo. All right, uh, now on to me. See if you can guess if this is Hayden. <laughs> 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 Okay. Uh, I'll try to read this more uh, to my. I didn't write it down, but I'll try to say this more just regular. Uh, we had friends over. We were having cocktails, and uh, he went down the stairway in his walker, and he went down the stairway in his walker again. Um, we we also uh, had it where one year he decided to wear his Power Ranger. All year long with uh, snow boots, including the summer. And we also have it where he ate, a, in one night, ate a half gallon of ice cream and a whole sleeve of cookies. Oh. We know well, that's the true. The cookies and ice cream one. Yeah. Okay. Fuck you. That's a pretty standard um, issue. All right. <laughs> it's Sunday brunch. Starting with Matt. Matt, which one's the lie? I think it's... The number two again. The the uh, I think you wore it for two years. You wore the uh, the snow boots for two years. <laughs> Nate, um, I know for a fact Big Daddy was on cable TV recently. So I'm I'm gonna say number two is um, the lie because like Scuba Steve yep. reminds me. Sure. Of and Gillis with the boots. Yeah, I'm going with number two on this one as well. Well, guess what, motherfuckers? You're all wrong. <laughs> I loved the Red Power Rangers so you much that, that I wore shit. that costume every day for a year with snow boots on. They had to peel those fucking boots off Chuck, me and wash them. them. What else? That's how disgusting they got. And I would wear that Red Power Ranger suit with my chubby little ass running to school every day. And what was number one? You did go down the stairway. Wait, wait, Chubb, I have one okay, more go Power ahead, Ranger Harley. edition. You remember, you remember okay. the Red Raiders Anyway, name? moving on. So number one. <laughs> what was it? What is uh, it? Number one. Hayden, Hayden wanted us to call him Jason because <laughs> <laughs> You didn't want to be called Frankenstein? <laughs> that was a sick Big Daddy reference. What the fuck <laughs> <big is>? <laughs> <laughs> Um... And then number one was going down the stairs with my walker. So we had this, like, little bouncer. You know what those little kids are? They strap your legs in, basically. But I wheeled it all the way to the landing of the stairs and just went head first. Just fucking rolled it all the way down the stairs. <laughs> and those dumbasses put me back on the top again. For the record, we only had Gotta one more yeah. between that. Yeah, just still just <laughs> stupid. And then, so here's what I think. Maybe they were all kind of true. Because wow. I've definitely dr- ate an entire gallon of ice cream and sleeves of cookies. But he's just never witnessed it. It's a, it's a goddamn well, trick question. This is coming from a guy who last night, I was sitting by the freezer, and he comes back to the freezer again. And 
old Jen goes, is that your second ice cream sandwich? And he goes, yep, and I'm coming back for a third in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) So that was amazing. They should honestly just have an ice cream sandwich that's the size of the box. They're too small. that's exactly right. Oh, that would be so lit. Just one big sandwich. They did that shit with uh, cookie cakes. um, I know it's hard to believe stupid things in my life. Yeah. I thought I'd share one with you. So I'm working at this job and had rented a car and I had to go return it. I'm back the next day and I grabbed the secretary and I'm like, hey, you wanna go help me return the car? She's like, yeah. So she goes out and I jump in and we get to the place to return the car and we realize we're both in her car. Didn't, I thought this was going so much worse. My facial expression, I was honestly, my butthole was just puckered. I was like, please don't tell a story about being a little lone dog. Oh, my God. Uh, so I think we've got about one more, you know, conspiracy we can get through. And then we're going to transition to some segments. So, uh, you know what? We'll give the floor to you. What? Do you oh, no, I do want to talk about this one because we talked about it last week. Ooh. Yes, the Hawaiian Missile, missile Crisis. crisis. Um, yeah. To go back through this, uh, one little quick recap. A couple months ago, giant alert sent out to every single person in Hawaii. It said, missiles incoming, take cover now. And last week on the podcast, we got into the debate a little bit. We're like, how does that happen? Or no, it was two weeks ago we got in a debate about it. We said, how does it happen? How do you fuck up that bad that everybody gets some alert that it's time, there's a missile coming in, blah, 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 blah. Um, and so we talked about it on the pod, and we all came to the agreement that it may not have been an actual missile, but something was a, was a miss there because there's no way you screwed up that bad, and it's not like it's that easy to send a, uh, an alert to everybody. So either we got hacked or something happened. Craig believed that there was probably missiles in air that got shot down. Would love to jump back into this one more time, kind of run, run through it and see what you have to say about it on the pod. Well, you're not you're not dealing with. I'm gonna kill him. I've handed him the mic three different times, and he turns it sideways like he's a fucking MC, and he doesn't talk into it. <laughs> vertical, Frederickson. Vertical. <laughs> you're uh, the people that control that button. It's not like your news reporters when they had that goofy thing where the plane crashed, and they're like, uh, somebody checked their sources, and they had the names of the pilots as uh, way too low, and (laughs) something wong, wong and things like that. So you're dealing with real people in the military that control this stuff. The controls are pretty, pretty, pretty stringent. You know, I imagine the guys on your nuclear button, these, these are big protocols and big checks. So it's never happened in our in our lifetime or ever, you know, that these buttons accidentally get pushed. It's not something where you can accidentally bump. Uh, but in line of just to widen it out, uh, the main thing that makes the story about the incoming missiles plausible is that uh, in the greater conspiracy talk out there of deep state, etc., cetera, uh, there's quite a push to get a war started and that anything that can be done and blamed on anybody to get it started, to take away uh, from, I'm not even going to get into it, but that there was a rogue sub 
that wasn't part of our military in essence anymore or was or whatever it was. But the people that are trying to stop these things from happening knew about it, intercepted, and shot those missiles down and uh, got a little bit of that information off the cue boards. So, wild. Find a cue board. I still stand on the fact that there was something deeper. I just think it's wild that this happened in the first place because I have friends who live in Hawaii, and I think it was absolutely insane. And it's kind of funny to hear your like full-out, drawn-out explanation of it. Um, any other thoughts from the group on that? How crazy would have been would it have been if they actually fucking destroyed Hawaii? Well, not nuclear, not nuclear. <laughs> how Jesus. funny! No, like I didn't say how funny. I said how crazy. No, he said how oh. crazy. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Jesus! I didn't say. Funny would it have been if Hawaii just embraced off the map? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There, nobody didn't would you ever see? Watch Moana again. They're infiltrating it from the un, from the depths of the sea. And gay They're frogs. sending lava straight up the the Koreans. And gay frogs. It's, it's What'd a, you say? It's a water attack. Oh yeah. It's an epidemic. Are you talking about that, that lava on that road? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would have been sweet was, if we brought that up during current events, but I guess we just kind of forgot that that happened. <laughs> Honest, honestly, you. I'm also you're supposed, to supposed to get the audio jump. set, and at some point, <laughs> you know what? Eat shit, all of you. Eat shit. I think it's time for some segments. <laughs> Harley, this is your yes or no moment. Do you have a soapbox this week, or are we baking into something else? Should I hop back okay. on the one I was on last night with you? And it's not really an attack on the common man, but, uh, but you know what? Billy? This can morph into what you're pissed off at for the week. I do just want to say one thing before you get started, Harley. Fucking I think hates he... Bill Nye. Go ahead, Harley. Mm. Unpopular opinion. Yeah, uh, Nye can die. With a Bill Nye can no. die. Uh, right now, Nye I have can Bill die. Nye, the yeah. science. Nye can die. Nye can oh die. Oh my god! Wow. Hard. I think it should just well, be. That's a little harsher than I intended. Yeah. That's a little harsher. Bill, <laughs> Bill Nye and gay frogs. Bill Nye, mm. the science. Why? I no. for mm. a nye. You know, I, I for an eye. Bill, what about what about just Bill Y? Bill Y. Why Bill? No. Kill Bill. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> fry Fry Nye. <laughs> We're taking out Bill Nye. Hawaii's Harley, gone. Have a what else this? can we take out? <laughs> this episode is crazy. For Bill Nye? No, you guys Bill are Bill, Bill Nye, Bill Nye, the Lion Guy, or something. <laughs> Bill Nye, the Lion Guy. Craig Fredrickson oh. with a long. Oh. I couldn't even oh. believe it. Hashtag. Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that actually like kind of works because Bill Nye acts like science is gonna save the world, and I'm just like not of that. I'm not of that ilk. I think he <clears throat> relies too much on like techno fixes. Well, and he also obsessing he... about space is gonna save the. He also the thinks race. there's only two I, genders. I so All the Zers and Zims out there, we appreciate you. <laughs> 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 hey, is he an actual doctor like Alex Jones' doctor? <laughs> <laughs> Who just claims he went to school no and he didn't? Okay, to get this back, yeah, yeah. Harley doesn't like Bill Nye because he believes that Bill Nye believes science is too powerful. Nope. He thinks Bill Nye 
thinks that science can fix everything and believes all that. Harley is not of that variety. Harley believes in the woo-hoo-y people shit. Um, hashtag Bill Nye the Lying Guy. Harley and I argued for about an hour last night, and if you donate $5 to our Patreon, I'll send you the conversation Harley and I had. Also, <laughs> this is a good segue. So hashtag Bill Nye the Lying Guy. That's a good soapbox, but just wanted to bring up, we do have our Patreon. It is our funded account. So if you do donate to the Patreon, there are three different tiers. The $5 tier, which gets you exclusive um, audio from our first episode that wasn't released. You'll also get the conversation between Harley and I, and you get a can from Craig Fredrickson himself's Doomsday Collection. We'll send you a can of spam with a little handwritten note. Uh, Dad, do you, pl- do you uh, plan to donate 5 bucks to the Patreon? the toilet paper baron out here and I'm not giving away any toilet paper. If you donate <laughs> into the $100 thing and you want to get a guest on the show, Craig will also take out a roll of that toilet paper and sign every single sheet and then roll it back up. Alright, that'll do. <laughs> yes. All right. Craig, Craig, if you donate anything to our Patreon, we'll put you as the first spin-off podcast under our... Earfucks. Um... I forgot what the the name was for this thing, but we'll, Craig's conspiracy, Craig's conspiracy corner. corner can be under uh, Chum the Podfather's network. The Podfather, <laughs> show respect. I make you guys kiss my hands when you come into the studio next time. Podfather. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can ha- you have your own yeah. spinoff show after tonight. Yeah, Wait, yeah, the dude. studio as in your parents' basement. Yeah, dude. My older no, no, roommates. no, no, his roommates. Roommate, two older roommates and a couple dogs. It's a great time. Whatever, dude. This just turned into a roast of me real quick. Living with me, endless conversation. <laughs> just some. That's actually like painfully true. You'll be like trying yep. to sleep on the couch, and dude has the TV on, and he's narrating the. <laughs> and make sure you're just still for awake. reference. It's, it's eleven eighteen. The gas is running low. <laughs> the nights get long. Uh, I will. Uh, I'll recap both the Jersey Shores that I watched next week. I don't really feel like talking about it tonight. I will say this though: Ronnie's girlfriend's on the way to visit, and things are getting lit. So, uh, look out for it. Nice. Can you give us one more Mike the Situation moment? Like, Shit, did they? Come yeah. Okay. Funny, so like, okay. Real quick. Real quick. Those, those so Ronnie, you know how Ronnie did that bad thing? He was kind of cheating on his girl with that French lady. <laughs> that one night. Well, yeah. she walks in for dinner, and Mike's uh, Mike's sitting there in the kitchen. They're all in the kitchen, and Snooky goes, "Ooh, who bought the French fries?" And Mike, in front of Ronnie's girlfriend, goes, "Oh, Ron loves French fries," and then takes off and walks out of the room. lip great stuff so yeah drama's building and ronnie said he was gonna beat mike up if he ever talked about it in front of his girl so there's it left on a cliffhanger of ronnie's girlfriend like walking into the house so that that whole facebook live deal was that oh yeah Ooh, great current event so after that last episode came out, something came out on Facebook Live. It's Ronnie and his girlfriend, his baby mama, fighting. And he's, like, getting crazy. And apparently he's a really big cokehead and that she was cheating on him. It's, I mean, the Jersey it's, Shore is a shit show. He's got a video and, of uh, her getting it's on video in the, in the rear. Jersey yeah. Jersey Shore family vacation. It's a family reunion. So it's amazing. I love it. Um, 
Mike the Situation is my favorite character, followed by Paulie D at this point. Mike so, the incarceration. <laughs> Mike the Incarceration, the Taxation, the <laughs> Probation. Progress. It's all good stuff. Yeah, I'm situation in progress, situation under construction. I'm very excited to talk a little bit more about it next week, but, I mean, this episode was kind of just like a segue into what's going to be an explosion next week when things really pop the fuck Season off. Two, Season 2, coming in hot. <laughs> Season 2 of the podcast. Um, so before we get into, like, previewing everything else, there is one more segment. It's the everyone's favorite segment, but before I kind of preview it too much, I did want to make sure. Did, did someone watch yep. Used Cars? Nate did. Fuck yes. So, uh, Craig Fredrickson selected Used Cars by Kurt Russell. Uh, he does want us to watch... What was the other one? Big Trouble in Little China. That's episode 100. That's episode 100. No. Even though there's only yes, like 50... For Escape from L.A. for sure. Yeah. All right, there Escape from go. L.A. But first, here's Nate's recap of Used Cars, a Kurt Russell classic from the 80s. Take it away, buddy. Uh, all right. So thank you for saying the title because I almost forgot it. Um, <laughs> Hot start. Thirty twenty six. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. So um, Kurt absolutely thrives in this eighties movies movie era. Like this is where he's his best. Um, this movie has everything from murder, brotherly rivalry, and bare ass tits. Uh, so Kurt is in the first scene once again, which is really great. That's what I want to see. Uh, he's a scummy used car salesman who's the number two guy at like a crappy used car lot. Um, and uh, he's trying to run for a Senate seat in his like, spare time. Uh, so the man who owns the car lot has heart problems and a greedy brother who owns the nicer car lot across the street. Um, so Kurt's boss um, dies. And... Uh, he like makes Kurt promise to like not let his like greedy brother get the property. <laughs> so um, Kurt and the other workers decide to bury the boss in the back of the um, like used car lot and pretend he moved to Miami. So Kurt needs uh, ten thousand dollars to finance his campaign, um, and so the first thing he does he um, as the new acting owner he does some advertising. So they hijack the radio signal of a uh, Arizona Sun Devils game on like, the TV. And um, while they're doing the commercial, they have a wardrobe malfunction <laughs> where they're, like, standing in front of this car, like, doing their commercial, and the lady who's, like, modeling it, her dress gets ripped off. And <laughs> so during the commercial, they're, like, showing tits, and everybody's like, oh, my God. And, like, the next day, like, uh, the, the whole lot is, like, filled with people because, like, they're like, what a great commercial. <laughs> 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 and um, so... Kurt's dealership and the brothers, um, the greedy brothers dealership are kind of like a sales war. There's like a whole bunch of like classic 80s mischief that um, like would definitely get you thrown in jails nowadays, like blowing up each other's cars and like beating the shit out of each other and shit like that. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so June, like, June 1st. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, after um, like their sales thing. They hijack another radio, uh, another um, a TV signal, and um, they say, we have tons of styles of cars. And then uh, the greedy brother goes to the um, TV station and changes it to say, we have miles of cars. Um, so he like, alters it like pretty shittily. And so they end up going to court. And so uh, they literally have to have a mile of cars. 
unless or they get like sued for like false advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the lawyer is like, "Do you have a mile of cars?" <laughs> and Kurt Russell's in the back, um, like in the like the viewing section, and he's like mouthing, "Yes, yes," and the lady's like, "Yes." So. They have to get a mile of cars in, like, half an hour because the judge is like, okay, we'll reconvene at the uh, best deals car lot and, uh, or best used uh, car lot. And so they go to this guy that was trying to sell them cars earlier who had, like, a lot of 250 cars. And then they also went to the local high school um, where <laughs> they did the local high school where they had 250 student drivers and so they did like a Mad Max style like race to the used car lot with like all these like 15 and 14 year olds and so they're driving through the desert like going like 90 miles per hour just flying and they finally get to the uh, used car lot but like you know when you're go-karting and you're pulling into the pit and everybody's stopping, there's always, like, that one or those one or two people who, like, never slam, like, hit the brakes. They just oh, yeah. They the back people. Um, this is exactly how it ended. <laughs> the movie ended. So there's 250 cars come flying in. They're all, like, 14-year-olds. They crash into each other for, like, four minutes straight and fill the car lot with, with exactly 5,280 feet of vehicle. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> and they get to keep the dealership, and um, like that's it. Um, I have <laughs> a very relevant thing that j- just popped up on Facebook, and I'm sorry to cut uh, cut this off. Wait, wait, but... I just have one quick thing, and then it's done. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, then it's completely done. Um, the best part was the last twenty minutes. Uh, Kurt Russell's main love interest was nipping out in a white t-shirt while they're like riding in the car because they're standing up in the back of a truck. <laughs> 20 minutes of straight nipping out is awesome. That's, yeah. that's the best yeah, part of the movie? Can you at least give me your favorite Kurt quotes? Had, like, not really good quotes. Like, there was nothing too fancy about this one. Can you give us a rating? 10 out of 10. <laughs> and Kurt's performance? Uh, also 10 out of 10. Nice. A big step I mean, up from 3,000 miles. Where do, you, uh, where do you list this one yep. on uh, the so far movies? Um, yeah. I think I I have to go back and make a list. Actually, I'm gonna make a list. You I should have a a running list. tally, like a board behind you. Power oh, power. Oh power yeah! Rankings. I do have some stick mm-hmm. on whiteboards. <laughs> I uh, you should do that. A Kurt Russell power ranking movie. I think that's a great thing to add for next yeah. week. I think we can all say that Three Thousand Miles to Graceland is dead last. Yeah. What about dead. Fast and Furious? <laughs> Fa- that's that's America's teenage heartthrob right there. It's neither here nor there. Um, dude, Tango and Cash, though, that's going to be number one for a long time. That one's going to take that's, a lot to de- unsee. That's going to be number one until we watch uh, Big Trouble in Little China. I'll tell you that. Ooh. Right right there. Yeah, I agree. Okay, amazing. Nate, anything else on the uh, Kurt Russell used car review? 10 out of 10 uh, from all across the board. Matt, you looked at something relevant on Facebook. Hit us. Uh, it's a Fox News alert that says, are emojis turning kids gay? <laughs> yes. And what? I thought it was very, very relevant to everything we've been saying. Maybe the frogs got to the kids or they got to the emojis. <laughs> the frogs. You see a frog texting a kid, <laughs> just like the cucumber emoji. <laughs> the the eggplant. eggplant. Oh, boy. <laughs> Tinky Winky are those guys that sing fruit salad. The Wiggles. The Wiggles? 
<laughs> winky winky. They were the original the homos. These are the wiggles. They tried to get them. Okay. Right. Well, <laughs> that's where we'll leave that. <laughs> Craig Ferguson thinks the wiggles are making America yeah, gay. Uh, with that. Support our Patreon. Remember, if you donate five bucks, you get access to some exclusive content. You put twenty-five bucks in, you're even cooler. You get ex- you get more and more free content um, or exclusive. Tim will pump that out. Num- if you put in a hundred, oh yeah, and twenty-five, you get a shout out on the show. If you put in a hundred, you are basically a, a host. So you can either nominate someone to be a host, or you could come on and be the host yourself. You'll also get that roll of toilet paper with every single sheet signed. By Craig Fredrickson. Uh, Twitter, at Tuesday underscore ketchup. This week's hashtag, Bill Nye the Lying Guy. Hashtag, Founds for Piercings. Hashtag, uh, hashtag whatever else we the, got left the in there. Wiggler. So, what? The Big Wiggler. The Big Wiggler. Hashtag The Big Wiggler. He came out um, this weekend. Yeah, he did. I'd love to hear that. I can't wait to see him. So, that brings me to this. Keep your eyes open. I think next week is our last non-in-person podcast. We'll also get that mixer, everything up and rolling. Production value is going to take a jump, people, for season two. No, no yeah. two more. Two, two more, three. whatever. Wait. After that, no, yep, 16th, yep, you're right, you're right. 24th. You're right. Okay, then that Friday, it'll be um, a, quite a few of us. So that Saturday, a couple of us to get together. And then coming up, the big weekend, June 1st, uh, the Horace Green album release party. Super excited for that album. We're going to have everybody together in studio slash my parents' basement. We'll have a nice in-person podcast before the show. If you subcri- subscribe to Patreon, you'll also get access to a hangover special that Sunday or Saturday morning after the show. Uh, we'll get on here and record some, some good laughs for you guys. So come on to Patreon, sponsor us. It helps us get some better equipment and maybe me to get someone who knows what the fuck they're doing to show me how to work this mixer. Honestly, we uh, should just – With that – Yeah. Oh, I apologize. Yeah, I'm we sign sh- off and I got one more stupid pun. Yes. Yeah. You're ever in a fight with a pack of clowns, go for the juggler. <laughs> <laughs> with that, with that, yes. we're very thankful that our father, Craig Fredericks, can jump on. Um, his conspiracies weren't nearly as crazy as I thought they could be, but let's give him some. I, I'm so happy yeah. he jumped on. We learned quite a bit. Thanks, Besides that, um, we are thankful you jumped on. Are you going to come back on as a guest again? Because we want you as a recurring guest. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'll keep making this paper longer. There's a whole bunch of stuff he didn't explore on here. Right. Amazing. Take us to the rabbit hole. Yeah. Yep. With that. Get him on the Google Doc. Any final thoughts, gentlemen? <laughs> nope. Well, I got nothing, brother. <laughs> nothing, brother. <laughs> all right. This has been the Tuesday catch-up. You are officially all caught up. One, two, three.